Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, it's your boy TBC on the Jokes and Josh podcast with my co host, G. Hey Wiley, your favorite Blazian. Oh, yeah. And I got a special guest with me, with us this evening, this afternoon, this beautiful, lovely 4th of July weekend. My new teammate, my new partner in crime, the OG Triple O, Double O Seven, Steve Pierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here in the house, ready to get funny with y'all. Let's have some fun. Let's go. Let's go. Where you at in the world, man? Hey, so hey, what, what year? Tell them, tell everybody in the crowd, uh, what, what year you played in the NFL? It was back. It was back. What? Back in the thirteen hundreds. 1500s. <laughs> <laughs> hey, helmets wasn't even invented back then. But it's funny that you say that because it was so, you know, I'm in the mid, in the mid. There's so many people that played before me. So they calling me old. When you get my age, they're going to call you old and they're going to say, you play with leather helmets too. What? <laughs> for real. I have a brother that played uh, in the NFL. He played for 14 years and he actually 14 years older than me. And so, they didn't even play with leather helmets, so, you know. But I played in uh, 87, 88 with the Cleveland Browns. I was a wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. So, yes, sir. And then, out of what college again did you go to? The University of Illinois, baby. Fighting hey. Illini. Fighting Illini. Right. Nice. What made, me go there? what made me go there? They threw the ball back in. I was a wide receiver, and they threw the ball, so I had to go wherever they threw the ball. So that's how I ended up there. It was cold, but, you know, I enjoyed it. You was that what, guy. Steve, Steve, where are you originally from? Because you mentioned cold. So, oh, it says here San Diego, right? Yes, born and raised in San Diego. I got a little where? place in La Jolla. I live right on the beach now. I love it. Yeah. Where Where did you grow up in San Diego? Because obviously you you know you live in La Jolla right now, which is beautiful. I love La Jolla. But where Where'd you uh grow up? San Diego, East San Diego. We um where the water is good. Um, they said we have um, four Heisman trophies within a four block radius. So we have, and I went to school with, I mean, you went to high school. Terrell Davis went to my high school. Marcus Allen. Um, um, what's your boy named Ricky Williams? Um, um, what's the other guy? Rashad, Rashid Rashad, him also. So we got four Heismans right, right in that little area. You know, I went so. to Lincoln High School. Lincoln High School. That's right. That's what did Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne Wright, our uh, choir yep. member, went there too, right? He went there too. Oh, yeah. yeah we got Dwayne. some talent coming out of there. We got talent coming out of Lincoln. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all got some ridiculous VIPs, man. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So what's happening in your guys' neck of the woods? Where are you guys? Where are you located? I'll let Tully go first. Yeah, I'm out here on the East Coast, man, in, in, uh, in, in sunny, beautiful Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, just hanging out out here for the day. I got a buddy who uh, hooked me up at the um, this place called the Newport Bay Hotel. It's right on the water. This guy I met at an autograph signing, Kev, hooked me up, told me I took him up on it. He said, hey, man. So shout out to the, to the Newport Bay Hotel. This, this is a nice... <laughs> You ever want to come up here for a weekend? That, that, that you know, tell them I sent you. 
That's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. I'm always Rhode- down for trip, baby. Yeah, Rhode Island is beautiful during this time of the year, too. Sorry to interrupt you, Steve. Where I am, I am two hours away from Steve. I am in beautiful Hermosa Beach, California. Um, this is, yeah, this is my home. I grew up in the South Bay, so I grew up in uh, in Manhattan Beach um, when you were playing, <laughs> when you were playing for the Cleveland, uh, uh, when you were playing up in Cleveland. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what's crazy is that I haven't been back. I keep get they keep sending me letters. I got one to email today. They invite me that back for a big pro day or whatever. But I just it was it was an old looking town back then. The stadium was raggedy. You know they have a new facility now, but I just haven't been back. I don't know why, but I don't know. I'll make it back one of these days. Maybe if Tully talked me into going. So. <laughs> yeah, man. I know you used to play with Jim Brown, right? We got to get a little reunion. <laughs> Jim Brown about 40 years older than me, man. Come on, man. You killing me. You know, I get that in the choir and the, the players choir all the time, how old I am. It's it's but it's crazy though that there's we're like the age limit is like 24, maybe 24 to 45 or 42. And then there's me. I'm yeah. going on 60, man. I'm a year and a half away from 60, bruh. So I'm the old dude in the crew, so I, I can take them old jokes. I love the old jokes. They keep them coming. Hey, as my mom as my mom would say, honey, you still young. You still young. My my mom is a ripe 70, 74, so you are still young. You are still a kid, according to my mother. So <laughs> Exactly. I am and I love it because I, I I figure if they ain't talking about you, you ain't doing that. You know Absolutely. I like them talking about me. Keep me in your mouth. <laughs> Keep me in your mouth. So, hey, you know, it's, it's, I know you was in the 87. Who was, who was on that 87 roster on Cleveland? Uh, I had Bernie, Cole, Bernie Kozar was my quarterback. I had um, Webster Slaughter was a receiver. Bobby oh, yeah, Brennan yeah. was a receiver. Um, I'm bad at names. Uh, Mac, I was on the 87 team when he uh, fumbled on the one-yard line, and Denver came back the drive, and they scored. We would have went to the Super Bowl that year, but uh, he, uh, our, our minor fumbled on the one yard line. That's who actually fumbled, and uh, we didn't go to the Super Bowl. So you know, that was my that was my years right there. So that was a good old days, man. I mean, man, it's a what's I had one. What's cleaning like, man? The dog parent and all that. What's that? What's what's that all about? Man, it was off. It was off the chain back in the day. See, I, you got to remember, I played with the original Cleveland Browns. A few years after I left. They uh, moved to Baltimore, became the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. So I, I, I'm more of a Baltimore Raven now. I have to get my stuff from uh, the Baltimore people, not from Cleveland. So. Right. right. Yeah. So it's it's different. People always ask me about Cleveland. I'm like, well, I'm actually Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. Baltimore. That's what's up, man. So now you got a uh, you got this podcast we was just talking about. I know we're gonna get into the AG stuff, AGT stuff. And- Right. Um, but I, I, you just told me about this podcast you got. I want to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I just I decided probably about three years ago to become, become the doctor of love because what happens is <laughs> men and women, we see life different. I'm talking about this. It's like way different from anything. You know, if, if like if I tell you I love you. A woman gonna think, 
okay, he's in love with me. He want to have kids. He want to get married. He want to do this. He want to get the house with the picket fence. But I just said, I love you, baby. That's all. I didn't mean, I, you know, so I'm trying to bridge the gap between men and women, our conversations and our relationships, because there's so many women and so many men that's single. And it shouldn't be that way. You know, how many people you get asking you to, man, won't you hook me up with one of your guys? Won't you hook me up with one of your girls? Why aren't y'all together? It, it, it's our conversations that we have. Uh, we're so far apart. So the doctor of love is, I bring other um, NFL players on with me. And women and men get answers from a man's perspective. You know, usually women always calling their girlfriends and getting advice from them. Women don't know nothing about men. You know what I'm saying? They don't know, know anything about men. So I decided to come up with this podcast so you can hear, hear it from a man's perspective. You know, so we, we try to give it, a, it's, it's a great show. We try to give it straight from the heart. Obviously, we just, you know, cuff and we just shoot it straight to them. I like you know, it. it is what it is. I like it. And so, so you, you actually, uh, you're going to have people on like, like maybe even make some connections on the show where somebody say, hey, you know I'm what? single, I'm 25, 20, 35, 45. You know what? Exactly. So, yeah, we're, well, I'm talking about doing that right now. The show's been going on for a couple of years. Uh, it's networks trying to pick it up right now. But in between, like every first of the month, I decided to do, um, see, I'm older, so you ain't going to remember. You guys remember the dating game? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was going to bring the dating game back within uh, the doctor of love and then took one female up with three guys and let them ask questions and, you know, and then whichever one she picked, we'll pay for a date for them to go on. And then they'll come back at the end of the, the next month and talk about how their date went. So I if it didn't go well, then we'll go back and see which ones we picked for. And if it's not the one we pick then we'll send her out on another date with the one we picked. We thought bet for her. So we're going to bring that back also within the show. So it's, it's, it's going to be a fun thing. It's, a, it's fun and funny. You know what I'm saying? It is funny. And you get a lot, a lot of good advice from men and women, you know, because there are women that become on the show and we debate. We talk about, you know what I'm saying? But then that's where that's why the man's perspective is you. Women, you think you know what we're thinking about, or you think we what we're saying. We're not saying what you think we're saying. So it all comes down to relationships and conversation. That's it. Okay, you spreading that wisdom. You, you about to be the next Kevin Samuels, man. Man, no, he's, a, he's just too. Uh, he's a, he's hard. He's a hard one. A lot of stuff he says is true, but he is too hard. He, he says it without a heart. You know, you know what I'm saying. You can't you can't go around. Bashing women, you know, yeah. without a heart, you gotta have a heart, have some type of heart, you know. It's like he's one sided, he was always one sided, you know. Uh, God rest his soul, but yeah, you gotta, man, you get nobody want to take advice really from somebody that is that hard because any female and any male can get along in a great relationship. You can't tell somebody, well, how tall are you? How short are you? How much do you weigh? How many kids do you have? Oh, no, you, you and you want a man that's with no kids. And, hey, we want what we want across the board. We want what we want. And anybody can get along with anybody. You know what I'm saying? I can meet a female with 10 to 15 kids. And if I fall in love, then I'm falling in love with her and her kids. So you can't tell her she ain't good enough for somebody like me. Let, let the individual decide. 
you know? So if we was if we all knew everything, then shit, this this would be a perfect world, right? That's true. That's true, man. But 15 kids, come on, man. Good lord. <laughs> but see, I, the thing is, I love kids. That exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. We don't. People don't have. Kids. You don't see that, you know. That's it. Yeah, most people I know only have one. Yeah, but back in the days, they used to have. You know, I come from a family of seven. I have uh, four sisters and two brothers. So yeah, we trying to make it do what it do, baby. Trying to make it do what it do. I heard that, man. All right, so the doctor is the doctor of love coming soon. The doctor of love, yep. So I'm inviting you on the show tomorrow. So you better be at, be there. I'm gonna man. Send you an invite, but you ain't send me no pictures of you, man. What's up, man? All right, let me let me check my uh my old my old Tinder profile. See if I got any pictures of when I you know when I was back when you played. It doesn't matter any pictures to do. I just want to put a face, you know, because they're you know no, their people just want to see athletes on here and I they want to get. Yeah, that's all. I'll send you some pictures, man. Yeah. We're going to get this show popping. I, I definitely love to be a guest on the show, man. It's going to be popping. And you're you hilarious, though, man. You're hilarious. You're one of my favorites, you know, because you don't take no crap from me. <laughs> None. None. Dude. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, Steve, you can throw some jabs, man. I'll I tell you that. You can throw, you oh, can I throw can. some jabs. I keep it. I keep it. I keep it moving, man. I, keep, I, I try to keep it fun because, you know, work, we got so many eagles. Right. Different different guys got egos. So when if if you guys if you don't notice what I'm doing, if yeah. and I'm talking about singing, and, and if you got a group of 10, 14 guys, I'm the type, I'm the person that if if you're not getting your note right or whatever, and they're working with you a little bit too long, I'll tell a joke just to get their mind off of um off of them working because you know pressures bust pipes, but it's true. Pressure bus pipes. So I'll tell a joke and get get the people not paying attention to the person who's messing up until they get their note. You know, I'll give them a break and then I'll, you know, then we'll get back on track. So whenever you hear me tell a joke or be a do do a funny, it's just getting people's just, mind right in the mood. Yeah. 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 Getting it back in the mood and letting people know that it, this is a fun thing. This is not just, you know, it's not just business. It's business, but you got to have fun. I always tell people about like playing football and um you people who win championships and you know you don't win a couple super bowls you know people the teams that win championships are always having the most fun mm. you know what i'm saying the people who are losing you always see them being mad you know what i'm saying so you can't win no championship not having fun you know what i'm saying joking and doing what you do you guys got to get along as a team so that's what I try to bring. Let's get along as a team and let's have fun and let's do this. So right. that's what I bring to the table. That's what it's all about, man. No, yep. yeah, when I when I joined the choir, man, you was the first dude that was like, you know, <laughs> this cat got jokes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> jokes. I just made everybody dude, he already on me. Tough. Like, already. Oh, hey, man, I'm on everybody. I got to welcome. You know, that's how you welcome people. You know, I've had people come to the choir. It's like, man, nobody ever even talked to me, man. Whenever I walk in the room, they're like, man, I love it coming in because you come up to me, you mess with me, you talk to me, and usually I would come sit down and say nothing because nobody's saying anything, but you're the only one to come up to me and make me feel at home. That's me, man. I, I'm I'm Big Mama. You know, I'm Big Mama's at Big Mama's house. I'm making everybody feel welcome at, at home and at ease. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm the icebreaker. That's me. Uh, Steven, for all of those that didn't um, watch you guys on um, America's Got Talent, um, how did the choir start? How did you, how did you get involved in this choir? Like, I, I mean, th- th- this is a phenomenal thing for all y'all to do. How, how did you how did you start this? Or did you start this? Did somebody else start this? I don't know, like, um, the, the beginning uh, organic phases of this or the beginning stages of this choir. So how did y'all get the, um, the choir going and uh, choir started? and your involvement. Can I tell my story or can I tell the true story? Cause they're kind of close to the thing, but from what I tell is different from what, what really happened. I say, give us both. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you my story. Okay. Melanie fuel. She is the creator of uh, Super Bowl gospel. And she's, she had a concert a few times, maybe six, seven times before we got there. So now I'm going to go into my story. It happened like this, but it's not, not exact. You know, some of the names has changed to protect the innocence, but, you know, but what happened was, um, I'm going to go, it wasn't BB and CC whining, but it was something like BB and CC whining and we, sh- we were shooting live and one of them flight, I think it was in Dallas or something, Arizona, the flight got canceled or got delayed and they couldn't make it. So we had to fill out TV time. So they like raise their hand. They say any. I lost you. NFL. And it said, can you stand up? So we all stood up and they still try to waste time. They said, you guys come to the stage. Uh-oh. I was like, well, we love gospel music. We love this kind of music. And we also sing. So they started telling us to sing. So we started singing. They were like, oh, my goodness. We're going to start. Patty Bell said, oh, you guys should start an NFL. players start to acquire together and so that's how it got started the following year in arizona we put uh we put notes out and said yo anybody who could sing um got to be on the choir got to be in the choir so we all showed up and we started doing there that was like 15 20 years ago so it's bringing us opening up other doors and opportunities so some of us can sing and then how and long some you of been, us just came how long you been, I've been from day one it's probably like 17, 18 years that I've been in the choir, but I've been singing from day. I, I'm the one to hit them high notes. Back in the days, I was like in love with like Minnie Rippleton. And uh, man, I used to hit them, all them high notes. I can't hit them high notes like that anymore, but I still had that range. I'm so still you, around you that practicing, range. That was on the radio back when you was, when you was coming up. Yeah, yeah, it was on the radio. So they don't I sing like, like that anymore. No, that, man, music is not what it used to be. You know, it's not what it used to be. It has no, uh, these days, it has no imagination. You know what I'm saying? Back in the days, they used to tell them what you, they wanted to, uh, think about doing to you. These days, they tell us, they take, they get straight butt naked and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, ain't no foreplay in new music today. Ain't no foreplay. They get straight, you know, I'm like, yeah. I want to bump and grind and, you know, come on, man. Yeah. And even I like it used to be. We won't talk yeah. about that guy bump and grind. But yeah. <laughs> uh, to the swing. And, 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 and with the gift of auto tune, too, man, like uh, there's no, like, you don't even need to know how to sing for some people to be able to be stars out there. Yeah. Wait a minute. On my way, I'm dropping off my jet skis and this guy okay sorry go ahead say it again <laughs> no i said and with the uh with the gift of auto-tune now 
you know, you don't even need to, you know, you don't even need to know how to sing. Yeah, no, 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 you don't. But you know what? I'm gonna just tell the truth. Folks with auto tune, auto tune don't make you sound good. It does not make you sound good. It, it, it you know, it covers up some stuff, but it doesn't make you sound good. And there's um. There are uh, sequences that you can, if you hit a bad note on a computer, you can bring the note up. But when you sing it live, it ain't going to do nothing for you. Nothing. Because everybody didn't think, people didn't think, uh, what's your boy who created all the tune? He started doing it first. Um, I can't think of his name. Huh? T-Pain. They didn't think he could sing. Man, that brother starts singing live right there. And it's like, see, the dude can sing. It ain't all the tune. He can sing. You got to have, you got to still be able to hold a note. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, like when I bust out some Brian McKnight, let me see if I can give you a little bit. So when 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 y'all think athletes can't sing. Then uh, you got another thing coming. We go I mean, wrong. There was a couple of parts that could have used a little auto tune in the middle. It could have, but all they do is make it sound just a little bit better. Not all. It was all. Everything else was great, bro. That was that was beautiful. That yeah. was lovely, man. So yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't even, I ain't even warmed up yet. You know what I'm saying? So usually you got to warm up to you know do something. But I thought I do. I thought I'd give you a little something. Something. Appreciate you know that, man. Nah, yeah, yeah. You got you can sing, man. You definitely one of our best singers in the in the choir. Man, uh, man, I just try to hold my note. You know, that's it. I'm just trying to hold my note so we can sound good together. You know, because it's a, again, it's a team. You know, you only j- just like football. You only as good as the person next to you. You know what I'm saying? We all got to help each other out. That's it. I believe in team. One team, one voice. Is that on uh, what's drumline? One sound, one team, one voice, one sound. One sound, one band. One band, one sound, one one sound, one band. Yeah, I actually was in the. Uh, this is gonna. I don't know if you know this about me, Tully. I actually played the flute, so I I was in band. Yeah, I was I was in the marching band. I was in the concert band. I was in the jazz band. Yeah, I I I I yeah. So one sound, one band. That's very. It's very true. It's very, very true because you can't like have every all the notes everywhere, all the melody and, you know, the beat. Yeah, it, can, it all has to be in, one. in a band, too, because like Steve said, you know, uh, you as good as a person next to you. So even if, if you may even miss a note, it, it could blend in with the band and what everybody else is doing. You know, right. um, sometimes you don't hear little even with bands or orchestras, you don't hear little mistakes because the, the entirety of the group. Is, is what sometimes it might even help to a little bit of effect like oh you know give it a different type of tone uh, right because you know i know i ain't always in key so that's the beauty for right. me singing with a choir i could try i could just blend in where everybody else right, is. right. Yeah. i always gotta be on bro because i'm usually the only one hitting the high note and i'm like yo that's true like, <laughs> when we were in um we were in dallas we we're in dallas we singing 12 hours a day. I'm like, yo, I can't keep hitting this note all day. My voice going to be gone by the end of the, you know, my voice when I woke up Wednesday morning when we had to sing with the um, uh, symphony, my voice was gone, man. All air, all air was coming out. And they were like, oh, we got to get this dude some hot water, some lemon and everything because I'm the, really the only one hit the high note. 
So OJ also hits it, but OJ, he's always on the road doing something. And he's going through the head concussion thing right now. So, you know, that's, and that's another thing. I'm like, man, this, this is good for me because it'll help my head concussion case out. Because when I lead, a lot of reasons I don't lead is because, like, the number one is because I, I sing the high note. If I come off that high note, then ain't nobody else going to hit it. But then the other one is, man, I be forgetting words, bro. That concussion is real. Man, for real. Oh, yeah. If you ever notice, you're going to see it. I write the uh, the beginning of the every um, song, the beginning of every line on my fingers. I'll be reading my fingers when I'll be singing sometimes, bro. It's wow. For real, because I it, can't remember the name of no songs uh, or the, the words to any songs. I'm like, God dang. Think about it. Songs you used to sing when you was little, if you Google them and go to YouTube or whatever and, and sing with the words, be like, dang, they saying that? I didn't know they were saying that word. <laughs> you know? So I, all the songs I grew up singing, I was always singing the wrong words, bro. All the wrong words. But you got to think about it. They all have meanings in their songs. That's why I like music. It tells stories. Yeah, Music tells stories, man. And, and even, even when I'm in a relationship or whatever, I'll sing to somebody and I'll give them, I'll say, this is how I feel. And I'll just sing the song. You know what I'm saying? This song is saying exactly how I feel about you. You know what I'm saying? So music is the, man, music for me is the key. It's actually my first time singing more than I love football. Yeah, when man, that is beautiful. Illinois, I sang, uh, in, I, when I was in the University of Illinois, I sang in the choir. I sang in the choir and I hung out with all things. I didn't hang out with the football players. I just hang out with hung out with the choir, and I because I love I love singing, you know. See, singing you could do by yourself, anywhere at any time. Football, you got to be with a whole bunch of people. So, right, I don't know, but I love it though. Is that me going out? Some pictures uh, popped off. Now you good. So you got any R and B albums we can look for from the mid nineties? You know, was you part of that whole you know, uh, Silk and Shy and. You know, after seven and, and BBD and who who else was it? New Edition. They don't really got no boy bands anymore. You know, like the the, the artists singing like that. You don't really see that many artists getting down like that. I'm here. Can you? Yes, hear me? yes. Okay, you are mute, so, baby. But yeah. Oh, okay. I was talking about. Uh, you know, you, you got any R and B song? Any R and B albums we don't know about? Nah. You know what? Actually. It's crazy that I used to write write for Saint Lunatics, uh, Nelly crew. I used to write songs. I mean, the hooks for them. They sent me a whole bunch of songs to write hooks for, which I did. But my writing style is, um, they know I'm from California, Southern California. My writing style, I write R&B. So when I was writing, it was like sounding like kind of R. Kelly style or whatever. And they said, no, we want a gangster rap. It was gangster rap. I'm saying, man, I ain't no gangster rapper, so I don't really write hooks for gangster rappers. So I, I didn't do. I, I probably did 23 songs for them, and I don't think none of them made it. But they, it was fun. It was fun working with them. So I had a great time. And I'm on a actually a guy out of the Bay Area, San Francisco area. Name is San Quinn. I'm, I'm on a couple of hundred. That's my dog. You know San Quinn. Yeah, I know Quinn. Shout out to Quinn, man. Okay, man, you know, quick. That's my guy, man. I call him my son, which I call everybody my son. I mean, he came to stay with me to record some stuff, and it was, he was in concert in San Diego, 
and he was, uh, you know, sleeping on my couch. And I, I, I'm upstairs and I come downstairs because, like I said, I'm a music dude. He's listening to music. I got him three tracks from this dude named Steve Vicious. And while he's listening to him, he was rapping. And I'm peeking my head around the corner. He said, what's up, Pops? What's up, Pops? What you got? I said, man, I got a hook. I got a hook for you, dog. You know, I'm trying to get on anybody's record. You know, I got on that dude's rap record. So I'm on, um, I'm singing the background for Pips and Hustlers. So I wrote the hook for Pips Can you give us a little sample? It goes, this is for the Pips and the Hustlers. This is for my homies in the hood. These are for my down ass niggas. And those that's misunderstood. And then it just repeats itself. So yeah, I mean, I <laughs> he gave me a shout out. He gave me a he gave me a shout out on it. He said he got Pierce on the hook when he said Pierce on the hook. That's me. So hey, yes, yeah, that's great. That's what's up, man. You know I'm a Bay Area guy too, man. So you know I was slapping that. Man, wow. I didn't know you was uh, the Bay Area. I'm from the Bay, man. All day, born and raised. Okay, okay. I got my roommate. I had a roommate. Uh, he used to live in San Mateo. San Mateo, California. Yep. It's up there in the Bay Area. Yeah. Yep. I know, I know. Bay Area. Y'all don't know right. nothing about that. <laughs> I used to come up there to um, uh, E-40s. Uh, actually, his managers, their party. They used to have a big party every year, man. I used to come up there, man. It was bananas, man. I used to love going up there. Yeah, I'm like, this party off the Hey, too, man, that's crazy. Yeah, you, yeah, you shot me. I ain't even really man. a partier. We'll say that you don't party, huh? Man, I ain't a partier. I ain't, I've never really clubbed. I really never drank. You know, if somebody come in town, I might go out with them and you know, whatever. But I don't, I've never drank. It. I'm what 58 years old. I never had a drink in my life. I never had a smoke in my life. I never medicine. Only time I take medicine is like if I have surgery. I take medicine for two days and then I quit it. And I just, you know, I deal with the pain. I'm like, I ain't getting addicted to nothing. That's yeah. my thing. I ain't get, I ain't let nothing addict me. Only one thing I'm addicted to. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, you, <laughs> and you can imagine, probably imagine that. You know, I don't know what kind of show this is, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm to the, Beautiful ladies. It's always something, right? It's always one. It's always something. We always got a vice. Somebody, you there's something about you. you always, everyone has a vice. So, but I, 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 I try to set out to be a good guy. So, which I, I, uh, everybody's always called me a good guy. So, I guess I, I, I'll take that. Yeah, man, you're a good guy for sure. Definitely, OG Pierce. OG in the house, all the way from Dago, baby. All the way from Dago, and I can't wait to see you again, bro. Because we got something in the work coming up. I don't, I don't, I, I won't say it on here because I don't know. You know, being on, we're under contract with um, America's Got Talent, so I don't know what we can say and what we can. And right. you know, we got, you know, because we for the longest we was on before you came, we were on the with BET. So it's certain things we couldn't say because BET was airing it and all that. So it gets these contracts get kind of funny you know so i don't want to say nothing on your show and get you in trouble or me in trouble yeah right right no yeah we got protocols yeah. we got protocols but it's right. good you, know, you can still sing a couple you know some of your old tracks here and there that's i think that's all good you um right i said what other shows you uh have you performed i know obviously uh, see, new, we we did like the we do big 
let me see, big corporation shows like uh, Red Cross, they'll fly us out for their big gala and we'll perform there. Um, shoot, it's like five, six different. And we perform like once or like two times a year. We've been doing it for, for the longest. It's just been like seven of us, you know, uh, to go and travel and do the recordings and all that kind of stuff. So we've been doing it for years. We know each other's voice, but, you know, we're trying to get more serious, serious into it. Since you guys came, it's a whole different game, ball game now that you guys are here. You guys knew me. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, I'm having fun with y'all, but, you know, sometimes so you guys don't know the history of the choir yet so it takes a minute to you know to understand so we kind of yeah, trying I mean, to get I'm one of the new guys you know but i'm definitely getting different you know stories of, of, of how it all started i know melanie yeah. is pretty much the root of it and, and yeah the guys came together you you were there in the early days so it took yeah. a long time to get to this point i know man a long grinding, time y'all been grinding and you know putting yeah. this thing grinding together, all so. my life yep I heard yeah, that, that's man. what it's about. We grinding and grinding. We've been doing it. So, you know, hard work, hard work pays off. You know what I'm saying? You never give up. You know, because just think, man, I'm like I said, I'm 58, about to be 59. And, you know, like I said, I'm not, this is my number one love is singing. And look, at, at this age, I could do this. I could sing in front of, you know, the biggest crowd out there. What uh, America's Got Talent is has the biggest show ever. And we're about to perform on there, and I'm 58, bro. I never did nothing like that, and you know, ever playing football, baseball, or whatever. Right. This is a big opportunity just to be seen, you know. And it's great for my kids, you know, watching me. Yeah. You know, they looking at me like, Dad, don't never give up. Dad never gives up. He just tries to go go out and have fun and do what he do. So I'm teaching them a lesson all, you know, all the time. You know, I I have adopted son. He I got him in three days old. He's ten now, so. I always gotta keep in my mind if he if he sees me giving up, if he sees me giving up, then he's gonna give up. So I gotta even go harder now, you know, at the age of 60. Because back in my days, when you turn 50, when I was young, when you're 50, was like old grandma. You know, you had the cane walking around. I'm like, man, I'm still pimping and I'm on 60. You know, I'm still young, bro. I feel like I'm still like 25 for real, for real. You yeah. know, and, and and all you brothers is keeping me young, and it's a beautiful thing, and I love it. I love it, bro. Like we went to that one night, we went to karaoke and just started acting a fool. Yeah, I love that, man. I love it. You was on the mic blowing, bro. You had the crowd going wild. Now we're talking about putting that song in the playlist so we could, you know, when we go perform, you know, we could we we're ready to sing at any time, and that's yeah. what it's about, you know. What was the so, song? Um, it was, uh, what was the song you were singing? Oh, the, the Rick James? I took a verse. I took a, Rick James. I'm Rick James. <laughs> yeah, it was Rick James. That's right. Uh, I love it. We Give had, it to me, baby. Time, man. Yeah, man. That, that was a good night, yeah. man. Y'all was singing at the, the just, uh, who sings that? Just My Imagination. Um, yeah, me and Mike. Yeah, yeah. I used to it. sing that in our choir at University of Illinois. We used, We had a group. About six of us, we used to harmonize on that song. I love yeah. that song. So yeah. we're going to put that in our repertoire, you know, and whenever we go out, we got songs, you know, to sing, right. to perform, because it's, it's, all, it's all about us. We about, if we go out there and have fun and show energy, bro, we football players. They don't expect a lot, but then when they hear that we can really sing, man, they be like, wow. 
they can really sing. They go crazy, bro. They go well, yeah. crazy. And just the, the gospel, um, you know, just be able to sing in a gospel. Like I'm getting a whole new outlook and experience of how I didn't realize how big of of a scene the gospel uh, scene was. I mean, I'm listening to all these new songs I never heard before. I, right. I didn't realize the genre was was really had so much, um, you know, so much cool new stuff coming out. And the, the fact that we're kind of in that, you've already been doing the gospel, but I'm getting kind of put on um, right. to a whole other genre uh, that I, I mean, I've done some choir stuff. I've, I've been to church, you know, I've definitely listened to the music, but I mean, I was blown away with all the songs that everybody knew, all the new songs that I didn't know. It was just right. like, wow. Well, that's the thing about me, man. All these new songs, man, I, whoo, you got to learn them. Oh my god, I don't like learning new songs, bro. That's why I'm like, yo, if we're gonna sing a song, send send me that thing like three, four months before so I can listen to it every day. And you know, it's hard. It's the, the hardest thing to me is trying to learn a song and sing your note. Like if I don't know the words, I really ain't gonna get my note, you know, because I'm kind of mumbling. I'm just mumbling the words, really, you know. So I'm doing that. You guys didn't notice, but I'll be doing that all the time. I'm mumbling the words because I'm trying to get my note other than the words, you know? So. Did you guys ever think of singing? Is this one of my all-time fav favorite, like, doo-wop songs? Did you ever think of singing um, I Only Have Eyes by the Flamingos? It's a beautiful song. Is that oh, only right. have eyes for yep. you? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah, that is a tight song. But, shoot, that's a lot of high notes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if anybody can sing it, I just that you motivated me because I was like, I feel like if anybody can sing it, Steven, it's you. Yeah, I can sing just about anything, and I like I said, I love singing, man, and and, and I don't scare. The thing about me, I am not scared to mess up. I'm not scared. I used to be real shy to speak in front about everybody because I was I'm just a shy dude. But you know what? If you think about it, I start thinking about it. Sit. I sing better than ninety nine percent of the people in the world. So the people who listen to me, they can't sing a lick. So they're going to think I sound good. It's only that 1% that really can sing. And they're going to say, oh, okay, he missed that note. But most people don't even know you missed a note because they don't have that ear. You know what I'm saying? They don't have an ear, especially when you're singing in a group. So you can kind of hide back there a little bit. But like I said, we've done, we've done events where it was just five or six of us singing, and we had to hit our notes. So... It is a few songs that we know, like they say sing and we on harmony right away. We already know that song. So that's where we are. I heard that. And, uh, do you do you, you do any singing? No, my God, no. I leave it to you guys. I, I, I can make a mirror. I can make a mirror crack. No, I'm good. No, no. <laughs> I always tell but, people, it ain't how you sound. It, it's putting, putting the effort into it. I love people singing. I said, I can't sing. I said, just sing from the heart. You sing from the heart. I mean, you can't mess up. There's no messing up if you sing it from the heart and really fill in the meanings of, of the words that you're singing, you know? That's what the shower's for, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but but why why would you have friends that's going to critique you? You know what I'm saying? Be that's around true. people that could critique you. You know what I'm saying? Don't that, critique that, me. That, my dad singing. taught me that. He was like that, man. My dad was... All the time, when we, whenever we was in the car, he would just belt out singing and say, okay, son, hit this note or hit this, you know, give me this melody real quick. And, we, you know, we'll say, doom, 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 doom. He'll teach me the words. All right, we're going to put this together. 
And he was like, no matter where he was, he was not ashamed, just right. like you. He had no shame in belting out some none, some man. None, nobles. man. So okay. You know what I'm saying? Go from the, the heart, movie. and that's what it is. That's what it's about. It's definitely what it's about. That's what's up, man. So, um, what's tell me a little bit about the Steve Pierce Foundation? I, saw, I looked that up. I saw you got that going on. What's 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 that about? Man, see, the things a lot of people don't know is what we do individually. We've been doing things um, uh, as a group, and that's what most people do. But I have a foundation. I created a foundation years ago. Um, my mom and dad instilled in me to help others. I in, Back in the days when I was like five or six, I used to go with my mom. She used to work the voting polls. So you meet everybody in the neighborhood. When it comes to the voting poll, everybody comes out there. So at a young age, probably got seven, this lady across the street from me, she used to do um, Christmas giveaways, right? And back in the days, back in my days, you know, it was, they used to give away oranges and apples and nuts you know maybe a toy here but that was the big thing so when i used to get that i used to be so happy man so happy man and i said when i get big i'm gonna do that i want to do this because i see everybody around here so they're smiling their parents are smiling they're getting toys and stuff so i created the stephen pierce foundation and um where where for christmas i service over seven thousand families I try to give every kid a bike for exercise and every kid a tablet for school. And then I give them a few toys in between. And, and man, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Man. I've been doing it for like, like 20 years, man. Now I have a partner. She does a big thing too. So I let her actually do all the work right now. And I just bring in the athletes and bring in whatever. So I may have to fly you in and come give some toys away to the kids. And I love it, man. It's a, it's a lovely seeing people smile and, and my my um speech to the kids is like when i get these toys array i i let them know these toys these toys aren't for you mm. i'm giving you these toys because there's kids out there that you really really know that needs them so i'm giving you these toys so you can give, give these toys to the kids that really need them so it's all about giving and i always tell them christmas christmas in life is actually all about giving and you'll be surprised the more you give the more you will receive you can give your last and you will receive more and i'm a believer in that i am a true believer sometimes i don't know how i come up with something i'm like ah dang i even pay for it and i got two boats sitting in my driveway and you know jet skis i'm like and i got them for free bro you know so i just i just keep giving Give, 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 and you know I'll open up my garage. I got six motorcycles, you know. So I mean, it, it ain't it, you know I know people who take take, but it ain't about taking. It's about helping others out, and that's what I do. I help, I help those who can't help themselves, and that's what I love doing. Hey man, that's beautiful, man. That's a hey, you're a real one, man. Keep I gotta come to that event. That's in Diego, right? Yep, yep. It's in yeah. Diego, man. Yeah, it is gonna, Diego. Gonna, I'll get you out here. That's what it's about, man. Making an impact while we're here on this planet. Right? Right. That's right. What we're here for. All right. Well, hey, you know, we get into that time of the show. You know, we, we shout out your foundation, man. Check out the Steve Steve Pierce Foundation. Check out the Doctor of Love. Doctor oh, of Love. My boys, my boys bringing the love and the and the wisdom to all those in need. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, sir. 
Beautiful. I'm going to hit Thanks you with the rundown. Um, before we get out of here, G, you got anything else before, before we get into it? No, I can't wait for his rundown questions. I'm excited. Um, but be, um, after the pod, I want to I want to find out your pod because I've been trying to look it up. So you got to tell me how to get get it um, once we get off pod. S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Great. Pierce, P-I-E-R-C-E. I got so many friends. I got to figure out a way that I can sign more people up. I think I might have to do a fan page because you only give you 5,000 limit. So I need to do so. I don't know how to, I'm not technology friendly. You know, I just, I just do it. But once it gets to going, it's going to be, everybody going to be able to get to it. Right. Okay. I'm, we're going to keep on the lookout for that, man. That sounds, that's and, gonna well, you're going to be on tomorrow. Actually, both of y'all should be coming on tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <Come> on, <laughs> it's from seven, my time, seven to eight. It's only an hour. Let's go. And Let's go. It's easier than this. Let's do it. It's a lot of people talking. It's a lot of people. It's a few people talking. I usually have four or five people on there, and you know, you just butt in when you butt in, right? You know, right, and, right. and I mean, it's it's just a conversation like right now. Yeah, you know, yeah. just us in the room. That's it. I love it. All right, I'm on, bro. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then. All, All right, right, tomorrow. Am I out right now? All right, thank y'all for having me. All right, hold on. Let me hit you with the rundown before you get before I get you out of here. Oh, okay. I didn't know what the rundown was. I didn't know if it okay, was. I'm gonna, ask what. Some, I'm gonna ask you some questions. Ask you a few questions, followed by the moment of truth. Yeah. Right? And everybody, everybody's questions are different. But the first question I always ask is, would you rather be a bird or a fish? I would rather be a bird. It's okay. You know, we, we got two. We got two fishes. That's good enough for me. Everybody always wants to be a bird, man. So it's cool. Yeah, I like to soar. But I like to be able to fly, you know. Look down on Earth and just float in that. You ever, ever get so hot that a cool breeze just blow? You know, I, I just always, I always thought I could fly anyway. So you know, <laughs> for real. Okay. Next question. All right. Next question. Would you rather live, or would you rather have the best house in a bad neighborhood or the worst house in a good neighborhood? A uh, worst house in a good neighborhood. Uh, how about? Would you rather have nosy neighbors, since we talk about houses, or or noisy neighbors? Nosy. You need to be able to sleep at night. I mean, wouldn't you be able to? No you would still want to be able to sleep at night if they were nose nosy, right? I can sleep at yeah, nosy. I like nosy. I, I I don't like nosy, but I'll do nosy. I can't do noisy. Okay. As soon as you go, soon as you go over there and tell them to keep it down, that's when they get ignorant, and you know, some folks. I'm a competitor. You don't get you don't get ignorant with a, a competitor, <laughs> yeah. you know, because it, it gets violent. It, it may get violent. So I'd rather be nosy, you know, have a nosy neighbor. Oh, right. and, and nosy nosy people will protect you too, though. That's the thing, you know. Once they get to know know you, they'll protect you. They watch out for your things, your possessions, and all that stuff. Ah, okay. Where's the wisdom, Steve Pierce? All right, a couple more right. questions. Um. Would you rather sing a song in front of a bunch of strangers or a bunch of some of your closest friends, closest people? In front of strangers. Strangers all day. Your friends, Wait, they, they critique you. They critique you to the fullest. <laughs> and then a lot of them just be hating because you can sing. Oh, that nigga missed that note right there. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, 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 a stranger's going to make you feel good no matter what, you know? 
they go, oh, you sound really good. You know, at least play, play the part, fake it, fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? Lie to me. You know what I'm saying? Please lie to me. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Next, a couple more questions. Uh, and I know you say you fit. Were you fifty eight years old? Fifty seven. I'll be fifty nine December twelfth. Oh, uh, yeah, it's going down. All right. Yes, so at, at your age, uh, and I know you've been all over the world. If you could travel, just say the United States and, and visit and go to different places all around the country, would you rather go in a plane or, or in, a, in an RV? RV. I could stop and smell the coffee. You know, there's there's uh, there's so many hidden jewels within this uh, within the United States, and I don't know all of them, but I like stopping. I like driving, stopping, and seeing the seeing the beauty of um, what we have. You know, when when you're on a plane, it's just like everything is fast. You know, but I get to see everything drop by driving. I love it. I love it. There, you're right. You are absolutely right. There's so many things um, to see in just our country that nobody's ever seen. And there are people that are from here that haven't even seen all of America. So I 100% agree with you on that one. Europe's nice, but man, America. I mean, we're coming up on, even though it's not our holiday, but like we're coming up on the 4th of July, you know, and everybody should, should experience this country, whether they like it or not. It's a beautiful country, but you know, it's, it is. It, 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 I mean, anything's beautiful in your heart. If you have the right heart and the right mindset, everything is beautiful. I, oh, I take negative, I, I take negative and, and turn it into positive. You got to see the, you got to see the positive in what comes out of negative. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. to bring it out. You know, you always got to know that tomorrow or the next minute is going to be better than the one before. And you got to believe it. You can't just yeah. think it. You got to believe it. Because I know tomorrow's going to be better than today. And I'm having a good day. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So you always got to be positive. You'll never really see me negative. I know? love it. I love it. More people should be like that, Stephen. Yeah, I love people, man. I love the world. And I love living. So, yeah. I love it, man. Well, hey, I'm going to hit you with the moment of truth. And, 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 and by the way, I think any age you go and travel the world, you can do that any age. You ain't got to be 57, 58 years old. If you're 20, yeah. 30, 40, 50, I, I think at any age, 10 years old, it's it's a lot better to go on road trips than than right. there, you know? Right. So, but yeah, man, so here's a moment of truth. If you could perform, if you could perform at any stadium in the world and you get to bring along two or three are your favorite artist of all time? Who's on that? Who's on that uh, flyer with you? And what stadium? What venue? Man, I don't know what venue. I haven't been to a lot of venues. Perform um, at Yankee Stadium. Well, actually, I've been there. Yankee Stadium. Um, let me see who. And I mean, like, like venue, like any time in, in the in the world. Like, I, this could be Woodstock. Oh, this could oh, be Bonnaroo. Oh, this oh, could be oh, oh, Coachella. Okay, I got you. any any the biggest the Super Bowl. You know, you got you the headline. You get to bring a cast of, of folks with you. Palm, Palm Springs is hot. hot. Uh, who would I bring with me? Would would be? Let me see. 
got to be Brian McKnight. I got to have Brian. You know what I'm saying? Can I bring somebody dead? Yeah. Sure. Let's res- Yeah, let's resurrect them. Uh, hey, Whitney Houston. Mm. Um, Brian McKnight, Whitney Houston, and... Who's the last one? Whispers. Yeah, whispers. the whispers. Because I grew up on the, I grew up on the whispers. So you know. Oh, uh, the whispers. And Marvin Gaye. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up on, you know, I don't know. So I, the whispers always been my favorite group. But there's so there's so many groups out there that's just nice. I love Jagged Edge. People slept on Jagged Edge. Man, it's just there's a lot of people we perform with that. Um, that's just awesome. Is uh, what's what's the guy who did Chicago eighty five? Chicago eighty five. Um, Dave Hollister. That oh, dude God. is sick with it. If you really listen to that, Dave Hollister is bad. Anthony Hamilton. Ooh, he's oh good. my goodness, he performed with us like three years in a row. See, it's a lot of folks you don't know. We perform with. We perform with um, Fantasia. You know what I'm saying? Donnie McClurkin, you know, BBCC Winin, uh, you know, man, you can, you name it across the gospel board. We perform with them. They, they come with us and we sing background because when they come to perform, they bring us from backstage yeah. and we perform with them too. A lot of times. So it's, it's fun, but man, I don't know. I can't name just three. <laughs> I've named three, but man, it's just, it's so many, you know, like I said, lyrics mean everything to me. You know, because sometimes when you sit back and then your a song come on, that those lyrics and that song will put you right back to when you first heard it. You know what I'm saying? It's like every song, a lot of songs I've been hearing lately, it take me back to college. I said, man, we used to rock this in college. There's a lot of white songs, but it's all good because I love music. And I was like, this song takes me to born in the USA, takes me to college. You know, you know, right. all these songs. So I'm a, I'm a music man. I love music. I just don't know the name of no song. So. Well, that's what that's what's so great about music and sports. It's like the one unifier. It's like when you're great and it's a great song or you're a great player, it it translates. It goes across the board. Like It doesn't matter if you're white, purple, blue. You know, everybody's going to appreciate um, talent. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate it. So you got any more questions? You got any questions for me? Tell you asking all these questions. You got a question? No, 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 no. That's that's totally that's totally a sham. <laughs> oh, um what what is I, I will ask you one question because you said this in the beginning and it's kind of been not bothering me, but I'm just wondering what does it mean when you when you tell a girl I love you? You said in the very beginning of this of this episode. The thing is, every situation, every individual is different. So if I tell you that I love you, don't don't put in your mind, don't make it up in your mind how I love you. Ask me. Ask me, what do you mean? What kind of love is it? Is it a goffy love? Is it unconditional love? Is it we we have to have that conversation so we both can understand what kind of love is it? Is it sisterly love? If it's best friend love. We have to know that. So that's that's why we must conversate. Don't assume. And, and men, we can't assume that you understand what we're saying when I love you. You know right. what I'm saying? We, we, we have to break it down. Okay, okay. What, what kind of love are you talking about? Kind of <laughs> so are, where are, we, are we going somewhere from this? Or what, what kind of love? Make me understand it. Right. Because anybody can take anything. You know, we all take things different. 
yep. you know? Right. So we gotta we gotta always come sit down and conversate. You gotta Say, be what you mean that word love, man. You gotta be careful. Yeah, it, everywhere. In, <laughs> it's everywhere. powerful. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Because you think about it in the, in today's words mean so many different things in so many different sentences. You know what I'm saying? So you can use one word fifty different ways. You know, you done seen it. What up, my nigga? My nigga. You know what I'm saying? You just it just means different things. You know, just words. You just gotta, we just gotta understand that we don't know understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. And when we don't, we need to ask. Yes. We need to sit down and have that conversation. You know, and, and 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 life comes down to that conversation and getting along. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to never assume that this is what he means or this is what she means by what what she just said. Let's get an understanding. Let's get a better understanding. Because one thing you don't want to do is lead somebody down down a, a wrong path you know you know i'm thinking i'm thinking yeah okay now i, I now he's only dating me it's just me and you know we're we're a couple because he told me I, uh he loves me but he's not thinking that you know he's just saying he loves you because you're a, a cool person you cool you fun to hang out with and he enjoy being with you you know it can mean that but you gotta ask. So, what is, what does this love word mean? What does it what does it mean to you? How are you saying it to me? Right. I mean, I I think that there there are things that I could go off on that. Um, just because like honesty is great and everything like that. But sometimes you'll get guys and you'll get men or boys or whatever you want to call them that are gonna not have that same response, right? Like you know, let me tell you what that love means. Like when you when that guy says that, they just automatically like. It's kind of like you said, both ends, right? Um, the the guy needs to explain what his definition of that love means, and the girl needs to explain that definition as well. And unfortunately, that's where the communication needs to come in, and it doesn't always happen that way. So, I mean, you're a diamond in the rough, man. Yeah, I try, man. I just try to be knowledgeable because you know it. Ha you know it. It happens if you don't know what something means. Ask. Ask what it means. Because I, I was in interviews before, and people say some. You know, I ain't from the best school in the world, but they asked some words. I didn't understand. I was like, what the hell does that mean? Right. Before I start answering it. Okay, what does that mean? Ask it. I ask it in a different way. You know, ask it in a different way because I don't want to say something and it's totally wrong, you know, making me look bad. So I, right. I prefer to be wrong right, right away. Okay, what do you mean by that? Ask me in a different way than to, than to go in the whole conversation and I'm looking all ignorant and, you know, ignorant. Did that come with age? Mm, that curiosity well, or is that like always in it, you it does it, it's always been in me but it, it, when i got older i just started asking in mid-age i started asking if y'all don't know something you better ask you know what i'm saying it's like me being married but like I, the first thing i let people female knows because we we have that instinct that okay she likes me she's trying to holler at me so my first thing is when I see a woman checking me out, and I know they about to ask a question. When they, as soon as they walk up to me, ooh, I'm like, my my wife has a sweater just like that. That's a beautiful sweater. And then I keep the conversation going. That way they know I'm married. You know what I'm saying? That's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, because you know, you let them know, let them know, and you know, you're gonna do what you want to do after that. So. Correct yourself at the beginning. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hey. The doctor of love. <laughs> the doctor of love. Come on. Spit some little knowledge, man. In that game. Spit some little knowledge. Home. All right. Yeah. Hey. It's, it, 
you know, it, it's refreshing, you know, to hear these words, you know, Man. because uh, a lot of people do have communication issues nowadays and all kinds of, you know, right. insecurities and looking for love in all the wrong places, right? So, yeah, man, what you're doing is awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad we got to meet. I'm glad we were right. we, we about to accomplish coming up. Yep. And um, I'll see you tomorrow on Dr. See me love. tomorrow. And I, I, we want to make sure people get out to vote, too, because uh, we will be, uh, they need to call in and, and vote once we're on America's Got Talent. So it's going to a voting system now. Yeah. So tell all your people to call in and vote for us. Call in, vote, watch the show. Exactly. You know, see us through. See us through. All righty. All right, man. Well, but appreciate thank you for coming on. And I'll see you tomorrow. Y'all be good. All right. That's it, man. Appreciate it. You be good, man. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, later. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.